You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Hello, 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 ladies and gents. John Bush here with the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. I want to thank you for joining me today on the live feed and listening on the podcast at livefreenow.show. haven't done a podcast in a while. I've uh, been lots going on in my life, but I'm going to try to get into a groove of doing them weekly. So thank you for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can at livefreenow.show. That's livefreenow.show, where we bring you all sorts of great information and insights. And a lot of it is geared towards action. And lately, it's been geared towards motivation and inspiration. So essentially, what we're doing is trying to create a free society that lines up with our inherent sovereignty. And that's what it's all about. And today I'm broadcasting live from Float Fest here in Goss, Texas, which is about an hour and 15 minutes northeast of Austin, which is where I live, where I'm from. And, you know, the last Liberty Fest I went to was called Midfest, um, the Mid Midcontinental Liberty Festival. It was in Spavanaugh, Oklahoma. They're going to be doing that again, I think, in April. So check that out. I think it's midfest.info. But these Liberty Festivals and Liberty Conferences always get me so excited. And, you know, there's your traditional suit and tie conference at a hotel or conference center. But then there's this festival concept where a bunch of free people get together. There's talks, there's speeches, there's workshops. I'll be doing a Freedom Cells workshop. I'm going to talk about Freedom Cells here in a second also. And then there's just a lot of free people intermingling, loving one another, networking. There's an Agora, an open air market. I'm selling some Kratom, Delta 8, CBD, colloidal silver, mybravebotanicals.com. We got a booth here. My kids here are here with me. They're streaming the Anarchapulco event. Uh, my ex-wife's actually doing a talk right now. They're in Acapulco. And I'm just going to give you a quick peep. I would do the whole thing outside, but it's been windy as hell. And there's like dirt in my eyes and stuff. We're at this awesome farm. Great place. Just a huge meadow that everyone's at. But let me just show you the scene real quick. And then I want to talk about how optimistic I feel when I'm at these events. And I want to posit to you, why don't we just live in a state of indefinite Liberty Festival, right? There's a common theme that's been around for quite some time with the various movements I've been involved in. And the theme centers around, hey, we want to get together, buy some property and do an intentional community or an eco village, right? And everybody always wants to do that, but people rarely do. So I want to talk about what it takes to do that and encourage more people to do that. And I also want to share how I strongly I strongly believe that a great path from here to there, here, statism, despotism, increasingly despotic technocracy that's being built. How can we go from that to there, here to there, where I want to go, where I'm going, where we're going? which is freedom and agorism and people interacting voluntarily for mutual benefit, building cool stuff, not destroying and hurting people. So let's just check out the scene real quick. For the podcast audience, I'll try to describe what we're seeing. The wind definitely will pick up, but this is it right here. Whoa. 
tons of people. There's some vendors here, this row, right? And then there's a bunch of people kicking a soccer ball, adults, kids, hippies, business people, everyone just co-mingling peacefully together. So I can't do the whole podcast here. And then you got a bunch of people watching some talks that are going on and I'll hook up live streaming. And it's just super cool and inspirational. And I don't know if you can see, but all the way out on that meadow, way down there, there's a bunch of tents, RVs, and all sorts of cool stuff. So it's just great, peaceful people. I've been an anarchist, a voluntarist, libertarian, and activist for 20 years now. Well, I haven't been an anarchist and voluntarist. I started off as like a 9-11 truth guy. And then I learned about libertarianism through Ron Paul, all that stuff. But, but I've been around, and I've been to a lot of these types of conferences and events, and I got to tell you, in the beginning, it was like Pork Fest, the Porcupine Freedom Festival in New Hampshire, and it was small. I went to like five of those. Uh, my ex, the mother of my kids, Catherine, she went to one of the very beginning first ones, and I don't know, I don't know, 20, 40, 50 people. Well, now it's like a huge global movement of voluntarists all over the globe, and it's a very beautiful thing. There's so many of us that I believe – if we were simply to switch, change the way we spend our time, right? Less time online, shit posting, researching, arguing, less time buried in a 40 hour work week, something that doesn't even light our heart on fire or align with our purpose, mm-hmm. something that people do begrudgingly, right? Less time doing that and more time doing beautiful things that light our heart on fire, beautiful things that help us to align with our goals, with our purpose, beautiful things that that create more freedom, right? If we were to shift the way that we spend our time, I strongly believe that we could achieve liberty in our lifetime, that we could build new systems decentralized systems, systems that line up with our inherent sovereignty. And, you know, a lot of these systems are already springing up. That's even more case for optimism. Cryptocurrency is a great example of that. But we have people that gather on a temporary basis and they all come together and everyone's super inspired. And there's like this high, this buzz that people have. Maybe it's the Delta 8. THC gummies that I'm offering at mybravebotanicals.com. But there's this buzz, there's this connection, there's this vibe. And I would like to encourage you that just keep this going. If people could live together, if people could build together, if people could do business together, if people could support one another and not rely on a landlord that doesn't fix things or repair things, gives you a hard time, doesn't allow you to have gatherings or people over, not rely on an employer that insists that you wear a mask, even though you know it's bogus and doesn't make a bit of difference, right? Why don't we do that? Well, let's talk about why. Um, You know, I think a lot of people are, they go through their lives carrying out a program, okay? There's a, what's the, it's not Don Quixote, Don Luis Miguel or something, the guy that did the four agreements, right? He likes to call them agreements, And we have agreements imparted upon us by our family, by society, by our friends, by significant others, right? Um, I like to call it programming. And so even voluntarists and people that 
are awake, right? People carry out programs as well, myself included. And I think a lot of people are just stuck in this program of how we ought to live. They watch their parents go through this program. You know, the program in large part is a methodical, systematized program, a conspiracy of sorts that has been imparted upon entire civilizations and multiple generations, right? One of those programs is like industrial revolution, capitalism, fill the factories, fill the workforce. And we see this Prussian model of education that was brought to the U.S. in the 19th century. Uh, Horace Mann, I think his name was. Look at my son here. Hey, buddy, I'm doing a live video. I you made, sold those those crystals? Dollars, not all of them. I made dollars, <laughs> silver, and three dollars in cash. Nice. You want me to hold on to it? Yes. Okay. Now I'm put my silver in my. All right. Collection. Remember that guy gave us these silk these the crystals. You're gonna give him some money? Okay, cool. All right, go tell him that you're slanging. <laughs> so. My kids uh, are here with me, and they really love crystals and rocks and all this stuff. And they went and bought some with some money. I paid them to help me put some stickers on bags and do a little bit of work to, to prep for our vendor booth. They were all about it. They're so stoked. They love money, which I appreciate. I want them to have abundance and to be successful wealth manifestors. And so they love crystals. So they're like, Dad, we got crystals. Like, yeah, you can use the $10 out of you because you guys work. And, uh, and then the guy was like, well, you want a bunch of silver how, or how, you want a bunch of crystals? How about I give you these crystals? And if you want, you can sell them. And, you know, if you sell them all, then maybe bring me back some money or something. So they went and my son just started slinging to people and like asking all around. I love it. They're little entrepreneurs. But even my son, even I am imparting some program on my son, but I try my best to break free of that. Right. But there's still that that inkling in me, like I want that, like some semblance of normalcy, you know, what, what do my parents think when we come around them, right? But it's all about a balance, right? So maybe some advice for parents, I'm talking about programming. We don't want to imprint or impart our program on our children, but at the same time, we want to balance that out such that our children can be adjusted and can interact um, with society, right? It's They're not so total 110% little free anarchist feral animals, right? Because we're all animals that they aren't able to jive, right? And that's a struggle that I've had. That's a struggle my kids have. And it's something that we try to balance out. It's all about balance, right? And that's me. That's a level of consciousness that I have with my parenting. But I would argue that many adults don't even have that consciousness. The crystals back. Yeah. Are you going to go sell some more? Yeah. All right. Good, good job, buddy. I love that guy, little William Lysander. A bunch of adults don't even have that level of consciousness such that they're aware that they're carrying out a program. And when I got on this little rant, it's I believe that many people don't step outside the box and live a life that's more in line with what they truly want because they're carrying out a program and they can't even see. They have these blinders on. So it's like in front of us is got to wake up and go to work tomorrow. Oh, I got to work hard. I got this project going on. Got to be there. Got to come home, finish up. Uh, April 15th is coming up. Taxes. Okay. Okay. Let me finish my video. Okay, buddy. Say hi. Okay. <laughs> all right. And there's like, that's what's in front of them. And that's all that they see. And they have blinders. So they can't even see out here, which is like really way cool way to live. Like a whole alternative lifestyle. 
eating right, growing your own food, opting out of the matrix, intentional community, eco village, right? So that's one of the big reasons why people don't get it done because they don't even, they don't even think it's possible because the programming that's been imparted upon them doesn't allow them to see that. So, okay, take just take the whole bag with you and you can put it at our booth. Dude, I'm doing a video. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I call it programming. We got some comments on here. Yes, Lori, if you're in Central Texas, you can still come to Float Fest. It's going on through Thursday, indeed. Michael Hernan says, when you say programming, what does that mean and why is it negative? When I say programming, I mean a program, like think about it as a code. So a computer is programmed and unless it you know, has AI, has some semblance of consciousness, it's a program that's being played out by the coder and it just runs. And so in many ways, humans, even our DNA is a code, right? Humans have a program that they're being, they're just playing out without a level of consciousness or awareness. So we all have free will, but when we were programmed at birth, by the media, so on and so forth. Like many people are programmed to vote left, Democrat or Republican. That's all they know. And then when you're like complaining about Biden, they assume you're a Trump. They're so programmed that to complain about the Democrat, they automatically think you're a Republican. That's all they know, right? It's a program. Another program is like, my parents disciplined me this way and they spanked me and used corporal punishment and they put me in timeout, right? And then I'm gonna carry out that program on my kids. I don't personally. Um, that's something I'm very conscious of, but that's a program that people play out. And I say that it's a negative thing because I think the good life and a life that allows us to, you know, aim higher and strive towards a more harmonious way of life that's more in line with our inherent sovereignty and the relationship that we have with Mother Earth and the people around us. Um, I think that the program that everyone plays out isn't in line with that. And so I, I think that being programmed or playing out a program isn't an ideal. It's not achieving our highest self. That's why I say it's negative in that, in that regard. All right. Derek Bros is watching. Yeah. Derek Bros talks about this temporary autonomous agoras and he's working on the conscious agora right now, like trying to make it stick, make it real, make it permanent. Okay. So here's another reason why, People don't just live like this all the time or when people have that dream of an intentional community or eco village, they can't get it done. So uh, one way is people don't have the funds to do so, right? Sometimes it takes money to get things done. Now, you can do such a thing without having a lot of money. And perhaps people have a money mindset such that they think it's not attainable when in reality it is. Like, check this out. This could go two ways in my mind. There's a way that you could make it happen scrappy. Tony Robbins talks about in order to be successful and achieve your goals, it's not about having resources, but it's about being resourceful. My main man, Grant Cardone, the 10X guy, he says it's not about success doesn't come from money. It comes from courage. Very similar tracks there that they're on. So really, when you think about it, me and Rebecca, we are going to buy a property this year. That's our plan. That's our goal. I like to speak it as if we're doing it, making it happen, because we are going to do it. Um, and we're looking at properties. There's pieces of land for like $300,000 outside of Central Texas. You get even further from major cities. It's going to be even less. Uh, the ideal places that we're looking at are like $500,000, $750,000, right? But let's talk about a $300,000 place with a house on it, okay? An old rundown house. Maybe you got three people that you want to go in with, right? So let's say you get together with 10 people. You have a, we'll just say 500,000 for the ease of math. You have a $500,000 property. Let's say there's a 
5% down payment, right? So that's $25,000. You have 10 people. All you have to do is put $2,500 down and boom, you can acquire the land, right? Now everyone has to have good credit, so on and so forth when it comes to the mortgage, or perhaps there's two or three people in the group of 10 that have good credit. They're the ones that go on the loan. You work out a legal contract amongst yourselves. It can all get complicated. This is one of the reasons, one of the hurdles I'm going to talk about here in a sec. Another hurdle, getting ahead of myself here. At the end of the day, it may not even take that much money to make it happen, especially when you bring in the power of numbers, strength in numbers, you can make it happen. It's not that far out of your reach, right? In the Freedom Cell Network, I'm going to talk about organizing here in a sec. We have a Central Texas land co-op group, and it's all a bunch of people that are on the same page. There's a lot of professionals and experts when it comes to land development even. It's a really cool group. And we're all just like, hey, maybe we're going to buy a property together. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're going to go in on 100 acres. Each person gets 20. Maybe we're going to do a co-op. Maybe it's going to be a a condo association. We don't know, but we're all just talking about it. When you start talking about it, it's more attainable, man. And again, it's that programming and that lack of, uh, you know, that chutzpah, that vision, right? People, that, and that's something I've been trying to do with my activism and my podcasts and my videos, like try to inspire people to understand their inherent greatness, because we're all like a bunch of fucking badass mofos and a lot of people just stay closed off and people just don't realize like it's attainable, right? So that's one track, being resourceful, being scrappy. You can get it done. It's not that unattainable. Even five people or three people, $250,000 thing, plop your RV on it, buy a used RV for ten dollars to $15,000, get a $100,000 piece of land in the middle of nowhere, whatever. Those folks doing this in Oklahoma, there's folks doing this all over the place. You can make it happen. You can be resourceful. On the other side, you can make bank. You can excel at the money game, have a mindset of abundance, manifest wealth, and get the dream property. Buy it on your own. Do it as a capitalist. Buy the property. Sell off little subdivided places or rent this out, rent that out. There's all these different ways that we can do it. And even if you don't have a lot of money, you can still make it happen if you're resourceful. If you do have a lot of money, I've always said money doesn't make you happy, but it makes it easier, in my opinion, to pursue happiness. I'm a, I like money. Me and money have been doing great together for the past year or two. I'm a big fan of money, big fan of success, big fan of entrepreneurship, but you can go both ways. You can be like 10x, I'm going to go big. I'm going to make the money. I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to get a sales commission-based job. I'm going to get a... Uh, move up in my company, make a bunch of money. I'm going to buy the property myself. I'm going to buy the dream property. I'm going to build my own house. Or you can be like, okay, I don't have a lot of money right now, but I have resources. I have a drive. I have a will. I have the desire to get it done. And I believe in myself and I believe in my little crew. We vetted them. We're trusted. We're going to make it happen. Right. All right. So uh, another reason why it doesn't go down is because a lot of people don't know how to make it happen. And it's kind of complicated when it comes to the legal entity or what is the relationship amongst the people going to be. There's this great book um, called Building Together, I think. If Derek Rose is still watching, maybe he could drop it. He, he references it. My girlfriend, Rebecca Powers, is reading it, Building Things Together, something like that, which I think is cool. Oh, let's check it out. This is So this is Float Fest. I'm going to pause. I'm doing a live thing, like I said. We're at FloatFest. It's an app, float.app. I think we might be live streaming on Float, actually, on Derek Rose's channel. 
They're going to start a speaker series here. This is something that got thrown together in 60 days, and there's like 200 plus people here. Speakers, they just did it on a friend's property. It's freaking badass. And I just want everyone to know that you could do cool stuff like this too, right? And it doesn't have to be a temporary thing. It can be like, wow, we really had a great time at that Float Fest event. Let's keep this and let's continue to do this in our lives. But one of the, so we talked about hurdles. One of them's programming. People don't even think outside the box. I think this is something that could be done. Another one is uh, the money. People think it takes so much money to actually buy a property. I could never do that. Well, you know, it doesn't take resources. It takes resourcefulness or ball out of control and make it happen. That's another thing too. Like my credit was the crappiest for such a long time. And I was like, my credit's so bad. Who cares? Why would I even want a loan? And then I was like, you know what? Uh, first, I was like, I don't feel like I'm in integrity with that old Time Warner cable bill from six years ago or whatever. So started making more money. I paid all that shit off. Now my credit score is like, wow, I'm proud of my credit score. I'm doing a great job at adulting, right? Well, when it comes to getting cool shit like this, sometimes it's good to have a credit score, right? There's an inside the, inside the system, outside the system balance that, that we need to strike. But before I stepped outside, I was talking about the legal structures and how to do it is difficult, right? But first of all, one thing I want to encourage people, a lot of people get caught in their head and they just like debate. It should be this. I don't know about that. I feel overwhelmed. And I myself am guilty of this. So oftentimes when I do these videos, I'm like giving myself advice, which I, which is one of the reasons why I like to do these videos. It helps me to line up with what I practice, what I preach. But rather than just being like, I don't know what to do. It's just so overwhelming. So we're not going to do it. Just go for something, right? Action is better than inaction. Um, but there's books out there, Building a Life Together, something like that, Building Together. There's all sorts. There's the Foundation for Intentional Communities. There's all sorts of different groups and organizations. Uh, our good friend Chloe, I wish I could think of the name of her nonprofit. I'll try to put it in the show notes for the podcast. They do these workshops and they have these online courses that teach people to do this. You could do it as a trust where the people that chip in are trustees. Uh, you could do it as a condo association, which is a popular model where it's an entity. It's like a 501 something. It's a it's a condo association. And then there's members that own the piece and then they just own their membership. And so really like ownership is about control. So they have control over their little plot. And then there's mutually owned pieces that they can work uh, together. Right. And there's like a commons. Right. You could do it privately. And there's all these. Um, elements that go into this because, you know, if things are commonly owned, maybe they're not going to be taken care of as much. But in the condo association, you commonly own it. And when something's valuable, you have a nice gazebo built, you have a nice garden built, the grounds are upkept, and that makes your share more valuable should you pass it on. Condo association, another thing that goes into it, what if someone wants to sell their share? What if they sell their share to someone that's not a good candidate or that we don't get along with? There's all these things. But the point is like, just drive forward. Another model is like, Let's all chip in on 50 acres together and there's five of us and we each get five acres and then, or maybe there's, let's chip in on 50 acres together and there's five of us, we each get 10 acres, but then there's a little part in the center of each of our land that we kind of seed to this trust or this nonprofit or whatever. So one of the big hurdles is that there's um, a lack of knowledge in how do we do this because it can in fact be complicated. But what I would like to encourage folks is rather than just talking about it or fretting or feeling so overwhelmed that it leads to inaction, 
just start doing stuff, start getting the group together, which would be the last thing I want to talk about is that people lack organizational skills and making things happen. Okay. So I would encourage folks to check out the Freedom Cell Network, freedomcells.org. That's freedom cells, like cells in your body, even though freedom does sell, sales, freedomsales.org. Um, maybe we could start a sailboat company called freedomsales.org. Don't go to freedomcells.net or freedomcells.com. Those are imposter websites, especially freedomcells.net. Freedomcells.com is some opportunist conservative guy that's trying to sell his book off of the work that we've been doing growing the Freedom Cells Network. So I'm going to throw that out there. I'm kind of hot in here. But a lot of people don't have the organizational skills to actually get a group together and make that happen. So I would encourage you to check out the Freedom Cells Network. Freedom Cells are small, decentralized, peer-to-peer groups that work together for mutual aid, for mutual defense, for achieving common goals. And there's a lot of like-minded people that are into freedom, that are into permaculture, that are into decentralized technologies, that are into agorism. So you can already get a good start. If you're someone that's like, I always dreamt of living in an intentional community, doing the eco-village thing, getting out of the rat race of the city, or moving out of the suburbs and owning a big piece of land, Or if you're like me, you're like, wow, I've been wanting to do this for quite some time, but what's been taking place lately has really accelerated my drive to really get it done. And with the COVID-19 tyranny that's come down the pike, just recently in Austin, we had this crazy winter storm and the infrastructure completely failed. Um, I strongly want to, and that's like lit a fire under my behind. And if you're like me, if you're like-minded, there's tons of people on the Freedom Cell Network that you can get together to do just that, to, to, to find other people. And like I said, we have the Central Texas Freedom Cell Land Co-op where we're collaborating, we're talking about these ideas, we're, we're coming up with plans, we're meeting together, people are already visiting land and auctions and stuff. You can do that too in your area, you know? So it just takes a little bit of organization. It also takes a someone that's a leader a leader to step in to make stuff happen. And oftentimes it just takes one person to put the word out there. Right in the Freedom Cell Network, people, we encourage people to sign up and then they put their name and they put an address in their area close to their home, a park down the road or a coffee shop. And then they can find other people. But oftentimes people are like, I put my address in and there's no one else on the map. So I didn't go back to the website. That's like, well, sometimes it just takes one person. Put yourself on the map. And then the other people that are like, I put my address on the map but no one was there, they'll see that there's other people there. And you just, sometimes it just takes one person. It also takes getting stepping out of your shell. You feel like you're an introvert, become extroverted, start organizing, start finding people, making stuff happen. And the Freedom Cells Network is a great place to find people to do just that. So, you know, we are living in some crazy times. There is a program that's been playing out for quite some time. As of late, there's been a lot of attention on this concept of the Great Reset. It is the World Economic Forum's plan to reshape business, government, society. They want to usher in this totalitarian panopticon surveillance society, uh, really nightmarish kind of Orwellian stuff taking place here. And that is coming to fruition. And one of the big outlets that they're doing it through is these smart cities where they have 5g technology and they're tracking and tracing all sorts of stuff and robotics and drones and artificial intelligence and blockchain technology being used to enslave rather than liberate like it can be through decentralized blockchain technology it's not a good thing and so the world your world can go one of two ways it can go down that dark path towards this crazy totalitarian technocracy or it can go towards some really beautiful, abundant permaculture-based ethos magic 
and it's your choice, right? You can get outside of the smart city. You can do some of the stuff that I've been talking about in this video on this podcast. You can unite together and build societies and communities that are in line with our liberty. And here's a vision that I have. I talked about this at the Greater Reset, right? The Greater Reset is our answer, our response to the Great Reset. They want to reset things towards totalitarianism and control. We want to reset things towards freedom and decentralization, right? They're all concerned with the environment, so they want to have cap and trade, carbon tax, global supercomputers that track all the biodiversity in the world, brought to you by Microsoft. We're concerned about the environment, but we want to have permaculture, local, resilient, decentralized food production networks, right? It, you know, it goes both ways, and we want to create this new world. So we did this greater reset, myself, Derek Ramiro, a bunch of volunteers, a bunch of great speakers. We had it in January 25th to the 29th. You can watch all the videos at thegreaterreset.org. We're going to be doing it again, a little smaller one, April 6th and 7th, I believe. We're going to talk about decentralized uh, mechanisms for social organization. This is going to be coinciding with an event, I think that's in Singapore or Japan that the World Economic Forum is doing on global technological governance, right? And then we're going to have a huge, big, greater reset, even bigger than the one before in May. And so I want to invite you out to do that. But the idea with the greater reset is it's all about activating and building new things and not focusing on the problem and sharing articles online and this, that, and the other, and cue this, link with that, conspiracy that, blah, 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 blah. I was telling somebody earlier, he's like, hey, yeah, you're, somebody told me to come see you. You're doing Freedom Cell thing tomorrow, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, was well, there a group in Dallas? I'm like, hell yeah, there's a huge group in Dallas, like 250 plus people. And I was like, are you on Telegram? He's like, ah, what's the difference? Another app. And I was like, what's well, great? It's a lot of organizing. He's like, yeah, the guy was telling me that it's not all about sharing conspiracies and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, we're actually, you know, we actually do some, um, I don't want to call it censoring because sometimes people get all butthurt about it. But like if you share a post that's some stupid news article, it gets deleted. We have admins and some of the groups that I'm involved with and we keep things focused on point. The pinned message says the purpose of this group is to organize freedom cells and discuss strategies and solutions so that we can live more free. So sharing America's frontline doctors, God bless them, great work. That's not what the group is all about. So we're like, okay, you know, strike one, strike two, you're going to get the boot if you just keep sharing stuff, right? It's not about sharing news. It's about building. It's about doing. It's about creating. That's what the greaterreset.org is about. That's what this podcast has been all about. I'm here at a temporary uh, – oh, there's Kenny – Kenny's Conscious Kitchen. Sweet. I'm here at a temporary autonomous Agora zone, and it's a Liberty Festival, and I'm having a great time, and everybody's living free. The kids are just free-ranging, having a blast, running all around. There's other kids. We just did a kickball tournament. The winning team got BCH, $25 in BCH. Shout out Edge, uh, the Bitcoin wallet. They sponsored the kids' kickball tournament. I participated a little bit and helped things was a coach and also got in on the action as well but uh, our team won yeah but it's a beautiful thing families kids food freedom spontaneous order talks inspiration workshops it's going down if you're in central texas you can still make your way down here it goes through thursday evening tomorrow at 2 p.m i'll be doing a workshop on freedom cells i think there's gonna be a lot of great attendance there's a significant number of freedom cell members here it's happening we're doing it and what i want to encourage us to do is to live like this on a more permanent basis, to get together, friends, family, like-minded people, 
to go in, come up with a plan, come up with a structure, acquire land, and build our own communities. And then to take it a step further, I want us to all come out of the smart cities. Let's all build communities around given areas. Derek's building in Morelia, which is Michoacan, and Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. We're going to build here in Central Texas. There's all sorts of folks up in the New Hampshire Free State Project area. There seems to be a good contingent of Liberty folks in Florida, Arizona, Ernie Hancock and them. Let's all build these intentional communities and then let's unite the intentional communities through trade routes, through defense compacts, through uh, economies, counter economies. And let's create a confederation of decentralized intentional communities that gets each other's backs. And let's all opt out. And when we have strength in numbers, it can be it won't even be like we all declared our independence and opted out. It'll just be like we're just living our lives and we really don't have much to do with the existing state institutions. Right. And maybe it's like the pesky property tax is one of the last things we're hanging on to. So whatever people want to do to resolve that. I don't know. Some people could take a legislative route. Some people could take an opt out route and squat up. I don't know. Maybe some people are like, well, that's you know, we're just paying the property tax, whatever. We use the roads. I don't know what that looks like. But at the end of the day, you know. As I become more of a – it's weird. I'm like more of an anarchist in action too, but I'm more practical too where it's like I want to be free and like be totally free, 100% free, not any state involvement at all. But I also want to live a good life, the good life, and I want to provide a good life for my kids. So it all balances out. You know, Do we want to go renegade? Do we want to opt out? Do we want to – get together 100,000 people and we're all collectively not going to pay our property tax in the state of Texas. And we're going to say, what are you going to do? We're free people. We're peaceful people. We don't want any confrontation, but we're done, whatever. Or we can be like, all right, well, you know, we're going to try to do this. That, that. I don't freaking know. But all I know is that there's a technocracy coming. The tyranny is arising. And at the same time, so too is the freedom community. We are growing in numbers. We are growing in self-awareness and we are becoming increasingly organized. We have an amazing vehicle for you to participate in organized anarchy. It's called the Freedom Cell Network. I want to encourage you to join us. Join over 19,000 people, maybe up to 20,000 by now. 19,000 agorists, anarchists, voluntarists, crypto punks, that are working together to create a free society, freedomcells.org. Join us for talks, workshops, solutions-oriented inspiration with the Greater Reset Activation coming up in April and in May. You can watch the previous videos at thegreaterreset.org. It's all going down. If you, like me, have always wanted to live in an intentional community eco-village, the time to do it is now. It's within your grasp. Remember, it's not about resources, it's about resourcefulness. All right, this is John Bush. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And thank you so much for participating in this live stream. And thank you so much for the folks that are listening at the podcast, LibFreeNow.show. We can do this. Let's do it. Let's build it. Quit complaining. Get proactive. Get productive. We got this. I'm out. Thanks. Thanks.